0: Well, on the off chance you don't know who I am, uh, my name is Jeff Cooper, and my wife and I have been running USCS now for about seven years um, since the beginning. We are um, doing a few title changes. Now, it doesn't really mean anything in the big picture, but um, I'm switching my title from administrator to principal since everybody pretty much calls me principal, and it kind of it's about the same thing. Uh, which also allows us to have a vice principal, which you will meet here in a few minutes. And Leslie has um, taken on the title of Director of Academics. Sounds very official. And um, she's going to be, you'll have a list actually in your handouts of who does what and who to go to during, um, if you have questions and whatnot, so we have that available as well. Uh, We still have five seats over here if anybody wants to make the trek. Over here, um, they are prime seats, and there may be door prizes later on, but I doubt it. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about our mission, vision, what we are about here at USC, especially for families that are new. We just spent uh, three days getting to know our 7th through 12th graders at a retreat out in Leadville, Colorado. It was an amazing time. We were able to share who we are, what our core values are, and so I just wanted to do that quickly this, mo- uh, this afternoon evening for you all Um, the motto of our school and everything that we do is in Christ alone and we 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 sing to him we we understand the passage that Paul was talking about this and we just want to admit up front that everything we do here is is totally by the grace of God in Christ alone and that is where we put our power that's where we hope you put your power when you come in to do schoolwork at home, when it's been a rough day, when you feel like you can't go another minute homeschooling your precious, wonderfully behaved um, children, just keep in mind this is by Christ's power. And this is the only thing. Nothing we do here we're going to take credit for um, because if, you know, if we tried to focus solely on ourselves and what we could produce, it's going to be a mess. And so we um, highly adopt. We want to teach our students that as they go through their years here, that their power, their trust, their hope has got to be in Christ alone. And it's just a great motto for us to accept and believe in. We have a mission statement that we uh, taught our students, so go home and ask them, hey, what's the mission of USCS if they're at the retreat? Riley, do you know? Uh, <laughs> to put you on the spot right here, second day at the school.
1: Missions.
0: That's one of them, that's perfect. Leadership. Leadership, there's another one. It's basically to create students who are passionate about worship, academics, missions, leadership, and adventure, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And so those are our five <laughs> core values of everything that we want to do. And yes, we want to take on the, the, the calling of making your students passionate about academics too. We are a school first and foremost – but yet, there is an overarching idea of worship, discipleship, growing spiritually. The worship component has got to be infused in everything that we do here at USCS. If your student graduates from our school, has a straight 4.0, goes to Harvard Law, all this stuff, and walks away from their faith in the first year, we feel like we've done you a complete disservice. And so, we want them to do everything they can to be passionate about Jesus. To be passionate about school, to be passionate about missions, leadership. And we even threw adventure in there, not just through the the idea of outdoor adventure, although as you know that's a that's a big plus here, but the adventure of life. And you can admit that life is an adventure. And it is difficult at times, and it's crazy at times, and it's hard. But yet God is painting a story, for sure. And it involves every one of your students every one of you. He's got a plan, and our goal and our desire is to simply move them along through God's plan and help them to even understand that God has a plan. There is a reason why you take precalculus and algebra too, and it may not be because you need to know how to graph quadratic equations and find derivatives, but there's a bigger picture of that idea of learning, of what it takes when you get out into the real world A lot of stuff that we're going to talk about, we want you to know we're preparing your student for what comes next. Whether that's college, whether that's a job, or off the bat, trade school, you name it. We want to open as many doors as we can, and then allow God to move them through those doors. And so a lot of the stuff that we're going to ask of your students this year is going to be with the mindset of, when you're an employee of somebody, these exact same things are going to be asked of you. And we know we hire people, and there's a list of criteria that we say, if you're going to come work for me, here are some of the things that we need you to do to be responsible for, and we want to start teaching them that in seventh, eighth, ninth grade, so that when they get out of here, they're ready for what's ahead of them. Because the world does not need passionate, lazy Christians that just come and do haphazard work. They want somebody that can excel, that has excellence, that has a workmanship, that has a A love for doing their best and so that's what we want to instill in each one of these students we have the idea of missions that we're not alone on this little planet here in Colorado Springs and probably the Western Bible Belt of the US we want them to know there is a bigger picture out there and there is people out there that would love to have the same opportunity educationally financially food you know there's just a lot of needs out there we want to expand their vision We would love it that if every student that walked out of our door graduation night had been on some sort of mission trip with their church, they've been involved in some sort of mission project because it really gives them an overarching view of something bigger than just who we are. Leadership is another thing. It's a buzzword. It's like everybody wants to have leadership, but what does that really look like? We tried to tell our students at the Genesis retreat that every single one of them has somebody following them. They have some sort of fear of, in, fear of influence, whether they believe it or not, whether it's a little sibling or not. Somebody is following them, and that means they're accountable to how they live, how they act. They may be the quietest leader who wants to stay in the back, and that's okay. They're leading somebody, and we want to instill that. We want to look at the students as a whole and go, who has potential? We did a survey of our 32 Give or take students at the Genesis retreat, and we asked them on a scale of one to ten, how, where are you as far as your desire to be a leader at USCS? And 30 out of the 32 <clears throat> students ranked at least five or higher and said, I, and five we listed as, I want to be a leader, but I'm not sure yet how that looks or how do I do that. And so there's the potential there. And you, as parents, we want you to embrace that. We want you to encourage them to be a part. If they I asked, uh, and I'll brag on them, that we have two twins, the Hubbards and Vince Brackett are both people that have been in our school now for three years. They were the three that put 10. And that is not an exaggeration. If you see them working, that they are a 10. And I asked them, I said, two years ago, when we first came here, how would you rate yourself? And they were, they were like zero to two. I had no desire to lead did not want to do it, and now they are just here. The twins have been here day in, day out this summer, helping us get ready. And that's what we're looking for, ways to show leadership, move forward. We want them to be that way at the school. And it's okay to have a retreat of 35 people and have 30 student leaders help plan that retreat. We're okay with that. We've got enough jobs for them. And then I talked briefly about the adventure and, and that's just what we want to instill. Ta- you know, even if they don't take an adventure class at all, never go outside with us at all, they're going to find that life's an adventure. And we want them to love life and embrace it and find stuff that they're passionate about. And I was talking to one student a couple days ago, and he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do in his life. And I said, you need to look 60 years in the future and go, when it's all said and done, and I've invested all this time What difference did I make? And if you can answer that and be proud of your answer at 60, at 70, then you've done the right thing. You follow God and you say, I made a difference. I have a very limited time on this earth. We don't have much time. And what are you going to use and how are you going to use that time for God's glory? So that's what we're about here at USCS. There's a lot of nuts and bolts. We're going to get through that. Uh, we've got a couple themes for the year. Elementary is d- diving into the fruits of the spirit this year. So you're going to have your K through 6th grader. They're going to be more self-controlled. They're going to have patience. They're going to be loving. They're going to be gentle. All this stuff we guarantee are your money back. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but we're going to do our best. And in a minute, Amy Bianca, our head of elementary, is going to be up here a little bit talking more about what that looks like. Not yet, but she will. Um, in the secondary, we have a more obscure theme this year. In the past, we've done things like joy, love, community, <coughs> others. Um, this year, the, buzz, the key word is more. And we want our students, and we're going to encourage our students, by the time they leave this year, we want them to be more spiritually mature than they ever have. We want them to pray more than they ever have, to give more than they ever had, to be more in love with Jesus, to be more in love with each other as a whole. And so we just said we're going to focus on more. And at the end of the year, the cool thing is next year we can still do more. It's not we're going to hit most this year, it's going to be more. We've talked to our teachers, they're going to do their best to infuse more into them, more creativity, more giving of their time to the students as if they don't already. And um, So it's just kind of a school-wide idea of more this year. I'd like to introduce somebody now, a great friend of mine. We've sent out a letter. Hopefully, you have met him or at least read about him. Uh, Ryan Hewitt is joining us for the first time this year as our vice principal. He came from CSEC, which is Colorado Springs Early Colleges. He's been there for three years, and he's been teaching math there. He has uh, got a degree in engineering and a master's in education. He um, has spent oh, nine months in Africa, five, Ten? five? six, yeah. a while in Africa on missions, so he's got a passion for there. He's got a passion to um, head up our teachers. He's going to be responsible um, for our teachers this year as far as guiding them, keeping them on the, the straight and narrow, making sure they're, all their needs are met as well. But I just want to introduce him real quick, have him come up, share a few words, and then we'll uh, introduce somebody else to you.
2: How, first off, how thankful and truly humbled I am to be joining what I would consider just a family. You know, I've only been around really involved for the last few months, but that's the sense I get. This is a family, and I feel very honored that I get to join this family and join in the journey as we, uh, we ignite this next generation to enter the world and be an agent of change. Um, Jeff gave quite a bit of the info about my background, as he said, I originally uh, studied engineering in college and had a plan and said I'm going to do that. And about a year into my career, God started to grip my heart. And uh, he he really awakened a, a passion within me for specifically two things at the time. Missions, realizing that, as Jeff said, we are not the only ones in the world and we have no idea how the rest of the world really lives and what they go through. And the second thing was for the youth. Because if we are going to be creating change, I believe it starts with raising a generation, and I believe as parents, you guys invest in, and are, are in agreement with me because you're here. And so, in realizing that there is such a need for this new generation, I realized also that our schools, in many ways, are letting us down and they're letting our kids down. The stats are really staggering. I won't. I'll spare you those. But in addition to that, I think in a lot of ways, our churches are are letting our students down. One of my core foundational beliefs is that our students are capable of so much more than we give them credit for. And my desire here is that we challenge them, and we give them all the tools necessary to meet those challenges. We're not just going to throw them out there and say, yep, go sink or swim. No, we're going to say, yeah, it's going to take a lot of effort. But I guarantee you, when you leave here, you're going to be swimming. And that's my passion in joining here. I believe God has really orchestrated this opportunity here. Um, as, a, as he was sparking this passion within me as I was doing engineering, he basically said, All right, I, I want to expose you to the way the rest of the world is living. So he did call me overseas, me and my wife at the time. Uh, we went to Sierra Leone for, for about five months. Uh, really with a different mindset. The, the God really placed on my heart to go there to see how the rest of the world is living. And then to come here, in a sense, I say that I didn't go to Africa to be a missionary. I went there to learn, and then I came back to Colorado to be a missionary. And so um, in doing that, he, as he was raising this passion for youth as well, I decided, and he led me into education. So I went back to school. I got a job teaching math, and I wanted to learn, so I, I got a uh, curriculum and instruction degree as well. And I spent the last three years at Colorado Springs Early Colleges, working there as a math teacher and also in some administrative roles, and uh, the way I met Jeff was over our last year and a half, we decided to start an adventure program, because that was another passion of mine, and so our old dean uh, put me in touch with him, and we started an adventure program, and then before long, God was just spinning and working, and this opportunity came up, and, and I felt like God had just been working and preparing me for this for a few years, and so... As I said, I'm extremely humbled, extremely thankful, um, and so I, I just I'm, I'm, my door is open. If you have any questions, any concerns, I want to invite you to come. I want to talk about what we can do for your student. What can I do? What can we as a school do? Because I want to create a passionate generation when they leave here, just as Jeff said, and uh, whatever we can do to make that happen and join with you on that is what I'm, I want to do. So now I think I'm going to introduce Ken Hubbard, and then I'll be back up. To share a few more things with you. Is that correct? Yeah. I'll, I'll say a couple things real
0: quick about Ken. Okay. Um, I do have to say real quick about Ryan. Um, the more we chatted this summer as the transition was happening, I knew we had somebody good when I kept hearing the stories of how much CSEC was trying to keep him. The offers, the raises, the positions, it was amazing what they were charging. You're trying to get to, for him to stay because they knew the value. And Everybody I talked to was like, you're getting... A steal of a deal, um, And so we are allowing him to come for less money and um, <laughs> just have a great time. And so we are, we're very blessed to have him. We do have a board here at USCS, which um, I think will make a lot of you feel good. It's not just Leslie and I um, running the place. Um, we have a new board president, Ken Hubbard. He has um, graciously volunteered to take on the role of leading our board, and he's done a tremendous job these last couple of months. And we are looking forward to um, the excitement of what the board is going to be doing this year, how we're gonna be able to communicate more to you um, with what's going on on the inner workings. And so I'd love to have him come up and share a little bit more about our amazing board. Thanks, Jeff.
3: Okay, yes, we do have a board, and uh, the presidency was more along the lines of everyone else doing that than there I was. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, nonetheless, there's work to do. So um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about tonight about some of the thrusts that the board wants to uh, undertake this year, and how you guys can get involved uh, as a result of that. So we have set up kind of four centers that I want to talk to you about, and it'll be brief tonight. So the first one is sort of community, and spiritual life. So we have somebody on the board who is partnering with those in the administration to make sure that uh, as a school, and that includes parents and children, teachers, co-teachers, children, the whole nine yards, we have a good sense of community around here, and that we have a good, um, some focuses on the spiritual life of the body that we have here. Understanding that we're not being church body in, in terms of getting together on Sundays, we are still a body of believers, and we want to be, um, we think that God has gifted us in a manner which allows us to work together well in that body. So we're going to have a a, a group of people that are focused on spiritual and community life. Um, You're going to hear one of the things that we've set up for this, Um, after I'm done, we'll talk a little bit about the parents' meetings that are coming up, particularly for new parents to help you understand how to get into this model and and work with it well, I'll leave that to... uh, Nikki Fenning just talked more about that, but that's one of the the first thrusts that we did. We wanted to focus on preparing new parents for what they're about to come into. Preparing parents who have been around, if they uh, feel like there's areas where they just haven't been able to work this model as well as they'd like. So that's our first. Our second is um, like a facilities committee. So just people that need to make sure we're looking around, finding things that need to be done, whether it be the grounds, the building, the cars. We want to make sure that we're kind of keeping on top of things like that. So that's kind of more of a uh, you know, basic um, basic need, but it is something we need to pay attention to so that we don't miss things until it's too late and we have to spend more at that point. Our third committee is um, staff and academics. So again, for particular for the teachers that are here, we, we just heard from Jeff, and this is true for the rest. We've got some very talented teachers who could find themselves jobs in many different schools, and if they've chosen to be here because they believe in this mission, they've chosen to come for less, and, uh, and that's because they enjoy it. So we want to make sure that we, we support them well, and that, they're not, um, that they are as well-supported as they can be within the context of the school that we have. So it's kind of an academic and, and staff support. And then the final one is sort of a marketing and fundraising committee. You know, any, any Christian school, any nonprofit school, tends to need to market itself and needs to fundraise. So we've got some folks... Um, on the board that are passionate about that and, and want to do that. So why am I telling you guys all this? This is I'm telling you all this because we are, on the board, basically, parents just like you. And I'll introduce the board, the board here in a second, but it, we don't have any particular special skills or um, superpowers to bring some of these things to pass. And we know that you guys out there have ideas too. Um, and I do believe that as God leads people to see needs in areas, it's not because he just wants them to point the problem out to somebody else. It's because they're probably the ones that are gifted to help solve some of those problems, issues, or to improve things in a manner which is going to improve this, the life as a whole. So if you heard one of those uh, four thrums, uh spiritual and community life, staff and academics, facilities and marketing, where you might have some particular ideas or skills, I'm going to be sending out a letter later this week that will explain kind of how you can start to get involved, and how you can help us help the school as a whole. So I want you to be looking for that, and to be thinking about those things, and, and see where it is that you guys can become involved. So the board this year, um, I'd like to introduce them, so I saw a few. Let me start with my wife Chris and I, our board president, and, and Chris... First lady, is a, lady, yeah. Chris is also a, an actual teacher here of anatomy and physiology for the secondary school, and we're parents of twins, 16 year olds, and a 10 year old girl, all, all three girls. Um, Sam and Graciela Powell are on the board. some of you may know them, they have Matthew in sixth grade, and Kaylee in third, right? Yes. Jamie Cheney is well known to all, I haven't seen Jamie, but there she is back. And another teacher down in the uh, King's Kids has done a lot of great work with those little ones. So she is on the board. Jim Jones, who I, Jim is no longer a parent, but he had, he's basically been involved since the inception of the school. One of his uh, three kids have been, has been through the school. The last, his last daughter, uh, Julia, graduated last year. And so he's, he's our treasurer and helps us out with uh, accounting and all the finances of the school. So he continues to be on the board. We have a couple of other prospective board members that we're trying to consider as well, just to sort of round out the board. So I, I won't introduce them quite yet, because we're still finalizing and formalizing some things there. But you know, if you know Sam, Graciela, Jamie, Chris, myself, uh, Jim Jones, we're always open to discussion, <coughs> and We're always open to make sure that we as a board understand what's going on in the school from the parents' perspective. We want to hear these things. And so we, we are encouraging open communication. We will try and communicate directly with you guys via RenWeb to let you know what's going on as appropriate, and uh want you to do the same. It's not at all taking out Ryan, Jeff, and Leslie, those are, and the teachers, you know, there's obviously lines of communication that you want to maintain and uh, encourage, but if there are times when it's appropriate to go to the board because you're dealing with a board level issue, yeah, feel free, these are the folks that you want to talk with. So the letter that you'll get later this week will have some contact information and kind of repeat what I just said, so you won't have to remember too closely. Um, and then you can go from there. So I did want to introduce Nikki Fenig. Are you going to speak to us briefly? There you are. So yes, I can. Yeah. So Nikki Fennig is um, an elementary mom who's had a passion for a couple of years with what I described earlier about helping parents get used to this model and work effectively within it. So. We've got a couple of meetings coming up. I just want you to say a few things about that. One last thing before I turn it back over to this. when we got here two years ago, which was our, our first year, you know, it really was kind of a strange model. And we, we really weren't quite sure what we were getting into. And I think the thing that helped us most, you know, along with uh, of the training and things that we're talking about, was just to look at this place like this big family and to get involved in that fashion. Once we started to jump in and just really start to see what was going on here, both the elementary and the uh, secondary level, I particularly went on a bunch of have been on a bunch of adventure trips. And you start to see your kids and the other kids here in a different light, and uh, it really is an enjoyable and instructive kind of um, atmosphere that we're in. And you know, you think about it sometimes, you walk into a a room full of high schoolers as a parent, you're probably gonna get that sort of, you know, strange bar, you walk into the bar, everybody's head swivels and, and, and it just shuts up. And that's not how we are here. We really do have a chance to get involved with the kids in a way that, I think is unusual and uh, really attractive. So I would encourage you, if nothing else, as a new parent, just jump in, whether it be drama or some of the academic work or adventure, whatever your passion is, whatever you're interested in, get involved in that fashion, and I think you'll find it to be um, very helpful for you and just really um, give you a better sense of how things work here and and how, uh, I I think, amazing it can be for you as as an entire family. So... My
2: I'll turn it back to. Brian. Thanks, Ken. Gonna go over a couple uh, just nuts and bolts type pieces for you guys. In your files that you've got, if you when you came in and signed in, you got that. You should have got the uh, little quick reference guide. I just wanted to go over that really quickly because with a new face, you know, we've all had that experience where we call in somewhere and you have a question and you don't know where to go and you get the runaround. Luckily, there's only four of us, so you won't get run around too long before you hit the right person. But it would still be better to hit the right person the first time. So we just wanted to clarify, if you have questions regarding certain issues, this is who you should contact. So just a little quick reference guide. So um, Emily Gammy, who's our administrative assistant, uh, works at the front desk. For attendance, you can call her. There's also going to be another extension when you call in that you will call, and and Jeff's going to talk about that, extension 5. Uh, He's going to talk about calling in for absences, but that's basically who you're calling in. And just any general questions you have, if it's not anything specific that you know of, you'll call her. Leslie is now the director of academics, as Jeff mentioned. So if you have something, some question regarding your transcripts, records, uh, signing up for classes, uh, college entrance, that type stuff, that goes to her. Online classes as well, if you have something. So anything that goes through sort of the transcript records, that, that arena, sort of a registrar's position, goes through Uh, uh Jeff, you want to go to him if you have questions about the money, billing statements, financials, that type thing. And then also if you have something that you feel is a bigger school concern, um, definitely go to him. And then for me, if you have a question regarding classroom instruction, issues with the teacher, sort of a miscommunication there, come to me. I want to be the, the, the go-to person. After you've gone to the teacher, you'll come to me for that. And then I also am our emergency coordinator. And so if you have some sort of question, which we're going to go over in a second, about the emergency plans, you can come to me as well. Is it on? Is it? Oh, okay. All right, so just a quick reference guide for you to refer to. The next thing I wanted to cover um, is the parent responsibility contract. Uh, That was emailed out with the handbook, and you saw those upstairs. If you uh, you brought those in to turn in, that's great. If not, you can pick it up on the table. The idea behind that is just really we want to be clear communicators, So for our teachers this year, we very clearly outline the responsibilities of the teacher in the classroom. And they understand that. It's very detailed. And we wanted to do the same with you guys so you understand exactly what's expected, what you are going to be asked to do. And so basically, the teacher signed their contract, the co-teacher signed theirs. So we're all in agreement so we know what we are getting into and we understand our responsibilities. So that's just an agreement saying, hey, I understand what I'm getting into. And then, So sign that, turn that in, if you have questions about it, let us know, and if you didn't receive it, it's on the upstairs table as well. And then the last thing I want to talk about before I turn it uh, over to Amy is the emergency procedures. So as I said, I, in my new role, uh, became the emergency coordinator for the school, so that's been a new task that I've taken on this summer. And so basically I want to outline really briefly, what is our emergency plan? We want to know what are we doing if some sort of emergency happens. You can find the full emergency plan on the iTunes website that Jeff is going to refer to in a second. Uh, But for now, I just want to give you the brief overview. We basically broke down school emergencies. We modeled it after other schools in the area and what they are doing. And we've worked with the police on this to say, are we in good... uh, you know, Do we have good procedures here? And so basically we have seven levels of possible emergencies. Obviously some of these could happen and others we hope will never ever happen, but we have a plan just in case. Level one is just a lockdown, meaning something's going on in the neighborhood, something uh, is going to cause us to lock down the buildings, maybe there's something going over on Colorado, we want to lock down just to make sure, so our teachers are empl- all right, know the uh, policies in place for that. uh, The second level is a campus evacuation, meaning we're evacuating out of the buildings, commonly a fire drill, that type thing. So we will be having drills on these. The third level is a shelter in place, which is more so for a weather uh, emergency. Probably not going to happen here, but we have a a plan in place. These first three levels, we will be having drills. Um, So... If it is a real emergency, we will text you or uh, on Twitter, we will let you know. So if your student comes home and it's like, ah, we had to run outside the building, you know, okay, don't freak out. It was probably a drill, and uh, hopefully it was all under control. We we're going to work on that. Um, but if it ever is a real emergency, we will let you know via Twitter to say, hey, we had to lock down the campus today. Here's what we know about the situation. So we will communicate through Twitter. The next four levels are a little bit different. Level four is a delayed dismissal. So what that means is something's going on in the area, and we are not allowed to let the kids out. So we're going to have to hold them, as much as they would love that. Um, we would let you know via Twitter, same, same procedure, to say, hey, we're holding your kids right now. We're on lo- sort of a lockdown, delayed dismissal. We will let you know. Level five would be the opposite, and the kids would be very happy in case of an early dismissal. So that would be snow's coming in, Jeff makes the call and says, hey, this is going to get ugly, these roads are going to get bad. We're going to get out early once again. Twitter, email is how we will connect that with you all. Uh, level 6 is an off-campus crisis. What that means is maybe we're on a field trip and something major happens to one of our students or to a staff um, in, in, in the case that it's going to affect how school is operating. It's just a major situation, maybe a death in the school, something like that. We want to be respectful of that we want to uh, take the necessary precautions, so once again, we would communicate that, and we wouldn't, depending on the severity of the situation, would determine how we proceed, whether we cancel, whether we treat things differently, But we would be in communication. And then the seventh level is an off-campus evacuation. For example, there's a gas leak. We have to get out of here. We have uh, plans in place with Calvary Worship Center, so we have a plan to evacuate the students there, communicate to you all whether we're going to be ending the day there, and you pick them up. Um, but Calvary Worship Center, overall, 30th Street, it's not, not even a mile, I think, from here. So, just to let you know, those are the seven levels we have in place. Very brief details about it. If you are wanting to know more specifics, you can check the uh, iTunes, we have the full emergency plan there, and you can also come ask me, or email me. Okay just wanted to clarify a couple of things. We do,
0: Ryan kept mentioning Twitter, that is one way that we're gonna talk about how we communicate. We also have the ability through RenWeb to send out telephone calls, text messages, emails, all instantly. So if it's something major, you're gonna get every form of communication we can send to you to get a hold of you, to let you know. Uh, We'll talk about how we actually use the social media service, Twitter. It does have a role at the school. But if it is an emergency, we are going to blast you with everything we've got to get a hold of you. It will be on our website. Um, So we do have those in place just to let you know. Uh, One more thing on his part, and he kind of mentioned this, and Ken did as well, the appropriate kind of chains of command for communication. We know, based on past experiences, that homeschooling, co-teaching, this type of model can get stressful. You can have frustrations with teachers. We, are, we do have human teachers that are sinful people, that make mistakes, that don't... I know, Amy, it's ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah. And we know that parents are also um, sinners. Loved by Jesus, yes. They also are sinners, and we have students that are sinners as well. Loved by Jesus, yes. But, and so we understand that frustrations and... Unmet expectations are one of the major things that kind of begins to make a bridge and a gap between our community and starting to get parents to go, maybe this isn't a good fit. Maybe I don't know if I should say anything. The answer is yes. We want you, if there is an inkling of doubt, of frustration, or whatnot, and that you need to get this off your chest, we have a couple rules that we would like to ask. Number one, and this is the same for our teachers, when they have complaints we want every complaint to go up. Okay? That means that there is somebody always higher than you that when you have a complaint, we don't want it to go out to other parents and you just bounce things off and get each other riled up and go, yeah, I can't believe they did that. Can you believe that? No, right, right. right. We don't want that. Okay? We lo- you know we understand you may have to talk to your husband and say, Here's am I overreacting? Is this a big deal? Is this not a big deal? You may have to talk to another mother and say, is, am I overreacting? Are you interested in this? But the only way, reason you're doing that is you're going to decide either A, we're going to take this to the next level up, or I'm going to drop it. If I decide after talking with a couple of people, this is not a big deal, I'm going to drop it, I'm not going to ask any more opinions, it's settled. If I feel in my heart that this is a bigger issue that I need to talk to the next level up, your next level is your teacher. If it involves a teacher, they deserve to know if they're not meeting your expectations. So please, please, please do not bottle that up and just get frustrated and angry for weeks and weeks and weeks and then just blow up on us. That's not good. Um, So share with us, shoot an email if you don't like confrontation and you just want to... You know, bounce some thoughts off. We'll probably call you back because email is a horrible thing to gauge if you're really mad, if you're happy, if you didn't get the right parenthesis on the happy face or the frowny face. <laughs> you know. So, email is tough to read, so you'll probably get a phone call. If, the, if it's not a teacher issue, it's a school issue, come to me. Um, we, wanna, we wanna make it right. If you feel like it's beyond me, go to Ken. He's the final step. The board is my authority, they can fire me. Um, I hope they don't because I like this job, but you know if it's serious enough, but what we don't want is complaints to go horizontally. We would love, com- we'd love uh, compliments, they can go any direction you want, <laughs> up, down, right, left, we'll give them out, um, but our teachers are going to raise their complaints up. They're not going to come down to you. And go, oh, can you believe what Jeff did? Holy cow. It's horrible. I agree. I, you shouldn't have done that at all. That was a bad call on his part. huh? No, that, that's going to do absolutely nothing good for the community at all. So we just please promise me, Pinky swear, if you have a complaint, you'll go up with it and you'll deal with it quickly and with who you need to deal with it with. And um, we want you to stay around. We like having you guys here. And I know the more content, the more satisfied you are, uh, the longer you'll be around. So I just want to throw that out. I also want to introduce next Amy Mienka, who is our lead elementary teacher, and she's going to talk about some exciting changes that we're making in elementary uh, for some of the upper grades, and who knows what else she's
4: going to say. Maybe David. could be anything. I was thinking about... Okay, Simon says... No, no. Put oh, no, your hands on no, no, Something. No, no. okay. Welcome, guys. I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Amy Mienka. I've been with the school since its second year as a parent and a teacher, and um, just loving how it's changed my life and my children's lives. Um, I would like to introduce to you um, just our team of fantastic, awesome elementary teachers, and talk to you really quickly about um, the fruits of the spirit. And then my partner, Nancy Holliday, is going to share um, some exciting news with you as well. So, um, fellow teachers, will you just stand as I um, just read off your names? Let me get my little list here. So with King's Kids, you've met um, Jamie, Cheney, and she is also a board member and mother of, of three precious students as well, involved in everything at the school. Um, then we have um, Ms. Marcy Davis. Marcy is our fabulous kindergarten teacher. In froggy land over there. you got to go check out her classroom. What are they? Fighting? Fully relying on God. Frogs. Um, Julie Briartons, our one-two combo teacher this year. Awesome, Julie. And three-four, we have Kim Hooker. They're all over in the corner. You can't see them very well. Nancy Holiday is uh, doing the fifth grade, and I'll be doing the sixth. Science, um, Danette Dixon will be here. She's not here tonight, is she? Okay, she'll be doing some science. Um, Senora Lackey will be our Spanish. Gracias. (laughs) And Lisa Chow will be doing art. Yay, thank you guys. Grab them, we'll be over at the building. We wanted to remind you for the elementary, we'll be having our back to school blast on Monday um, from 11 to one. Though it is 11 to one and you kind of come for the whole thing, your, um, We will be having breakout sessions per class so that you'll have time to meet with your classroom teacher. And the teacher should have gotten with you on, by email about your specific time. So come for all of it, 11 to 1. We're going to have hot dogs and popsicles and play on the playground. And our the parents will be given all kinds of specifics that just pertain to you guys. Um, second, Fruit of the Spirit, we're going to be... Um, learning about fruits of the spirit and we're going to be trying to grow some fruit over there in the elementary building um, as we <coughs> instill uh, those nine bits of um, Christian life into our students um, and I think that's about all I have so I'd like to welcome Nancy Holiday she's a fifth great teacher <laughs> well uh, oh, also having um, Aubrey Younger helping out. Is Aubrey here tonight? Too? Yes. Yay, Aubrey! Yay! Aubrey is teaching in some of the fourth grade and helping out with some of the second and we'll have her all over the place. We've got her busy and we're so grateful to you. Fabulous job. So here's Nancy.
1: Good evening, I'm so glad you guys are all here tonight because we have some really exciting news to share with you about the direction our elementary school is going. As Amy said, I'll be teaching fifth grade in the classroom and this year we are excited to tell you that we are implementing the Master Teacher Project. This is something we'd hoped to start a while back when we first moved here from California. The school came originally from California. We moved out here to get things started in Colorado Springs, we've been very, very, Fortunate, very blessed by God in what we've been able to do here with our classes and our teachers. This year, we are taking our upper elementary students in grades 4, 5, and 6, and they're going to have a chance to experience the university model as well. The 4th grade teacher will be Kim Holbert. 3rd and 4th grade. I'll be teaching 5th grade as a homegrown period, and Amy's teaching 6th grade. But we are also going to be teaching classes to our strengths. So we will have Amy Bianca teaching math to the 4th, 5th, and 6th graders, and that Dixon will be coming in to teach science to the 4th, 5th, and 6th graders, and I will be teaching history to the 4th, 5th, and 6th graders. Are you seeing the pattern here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for our upper elementary students, and the teachers will move from class to class to teach each subject section. Um, This is going to give our students a great opportunity to get used to the university model as they move into secondary school, and they will be going from teacher to teacher to teacher to receive master instruction. So we are very pleased to be able to offer that this year to our students, and we're looking forward to getting going with it, and I'm really excited to be teaching 4th graders and 5th graders and 6th graders all in one year.
4: Thank you so much. I think is
0: it back to you, Jeff? It is. Okay. I just thought of a couple things I needed to say. it. Okay. All right. So it's my privilege now to share with you some highlights from the handbook. And hopefully you have all read that, memorized it, looked over it. Um, it's a wonderful document that we have put into place. Uh, but we just wanted to highlight a few things to make sure you understand Uh, My first thing on the list is student email addresses. I'm going to actually cover that in a little the technology section, so we'll bypass that. This year, we are doing unexcused and excused attendance. And let me tell you the difference, so you'll know. It's not like they're going to get a whipping if they have an unexcused absence. But an excused absence are things like you would think. I'm sick. um, We're on vacation. We're on a mission trip. We've got uh, something big that came up, I have to go to a funeral. Something that sounds legitimate, like we need to be gone. Unexcused absences were my favorite in high school. That's when your mom just says, I don't really feel like taking you to school today. I don't want you to come, okay? I know none of you would ever do that, um, but and we're going to leave it up to you as the parent to decide is this unexcused or this is excused, okay? It's great. Um, we only are here three days a week for secondary, two days a week, so we need every single day to count. So if you have to go to the dentist, or you have to get your eyes checked, Friday and Monday are amazing days. They're less <laughs> in the office, they don't have to do much, but if you could try, if you need your driver's license test, um, pick a day you're not at school, if at all possible. Um, It's not required, but it would help our teachers. There's an amazing amount of work that our teachers have to do to re-catch your child up when you miss. Um, If you are absent, you will have that many days left to turn in your work once you get back to school. So if you are absent on Tuesday because you have mono or whatever, the flu, we know that probably Tuesday you're not doing much homework if you really are sick. So when you come to school on Wednesday, you'll have another day after that to get your homework in. So we wanna be fair, we want communication is the key. These are not hard and fast rules, but we have some sort of guideline communicating to the, pa- the teachers, hey, we're gonna be absent. Um, like Ryan said, you're gonna call in, also on our website that I will show you. In fact, I'll do that right now. Is that up there? Excellent, check this out. Right here, under current students, is absent all right it's very small if you go there you have two choices you can do it by phone call our number press five to leave a message or you can simply fill out a little form online and say my kid's not here here's why send it in and you're done okay it never hurts to communicate to family or not family you are family communicate to teachers to say hey i know johnny's absent today what are they missing and that kind of thing, especially if you're gonna be long, gone for you know a week or so, if you're going on a special trip or whatnot. Unexcused means that you're choosing not to come to school for really no good reason, but that's okay, we don't wanna judge you, okay? But if there is a quiz, if there is a test, if there's something that needed to be turned in that day, that is your responsibility. If you choose not to do that by not coming to school or not getting it to your teacher, we are gonna give you a zero on that, okay? So, if you need to skip, for whatever reason, do it on the day you don't have any tests, okay? That's our (laughs) advice to you all. Grading, uh, we are changing a little bit on the report cards. In the past, you've had A's, B's, C's, D's. Those still exist, but what we're doing is simply going with numbers this year. So on a scale of zero to 100, like everybody's used to, you're just gonna get a grade. What you get is what you get. We're not gonna change it into an A minus, or an A, or an A plus. It's just gonna be that grade. Your GPA will be based on a zero to 100 point scale. If you need it transposed into a 4.0 scale, we can do that for colleges. But we're just gonna give you a percentage on your report cards. Um, We do have passing is a 65, which is where our D starts. So if you're passing, you have a 65 or higher, and um, that is a D. Now, you do need to be passing if you're in drama, if you're going on adventure trips, things like that in the classes. We're going to check your grades throughout the year. If you're failing, we want you to focus on passing before you go out and play with us in the wilderness or on stage. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, We are a closed campus, minus seniors who have permission to go off campus for lunch. So when you drop your student off here, if they're not a senior, you can rest assured that we're not letting them wander out without your permission. They will be here on campus. We do have a sign-in, sign-out sheet. So if for some reason the only possibility of you getting their teeth cleaned was on a Tuesday and you need to take them out of school, you'll sign them out right at the front desk and you'll re-sign them back in when they arrive. Seniors, if you're a parent of a senior, you have a sheet, I think, in there that says, permission to go off campus. If you give them permission to go off campus, you'll sign that, return that to us, and seniors can check out. They cannot take other students that don't have permission to go off campus, or that are not seniors. Um, They can bring us back food, though, at any time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sign in, sign out. Snow days and delayed starts. We have our snow day policy, which I will show you where that is in a second. It is also going to be posted via Twitter, right here on our website. I am not going to wake up at 5.30 in the mornings now and email every single person that we have a snow day. All I'm going to do is pull out my iPhone, send a tweet, it automatically goes to whoever is following us, and it will get posted to our website. So if you are absolutely opposed to getting a text message from me, and you wanna just see it on the website, check it there. It is, we are a wide range of people. We have Cripple Creek, now we have two families in Fair Play. We have Monument, Castle Rock, Peyton, Fountain, Way South, there's a huge band of people. Which means that if you live in Cripple Creek or Monument and it's just going to town out there and we're here just sunning and 80 degrees, we're probably going to have school. Now, if you decide it's too dangerous, please, stay home. It'll be an excused absence. You'll get your assignments. Life will go on. Please, it's not worth risking a car accident just to come out here. But if we cancel school, and it is sunny and balmy in your neighborhood, take it as a gift of God. There's a good reason. <laughs> it's really nasty other places, okay? We make a call in the morning. Um, I take all the suggestions of the students the night before of whether we should have a snow day or not. And um, it's great. So it goes to the highest bidder sometimes, too. Um, But I'll show you. We have a delayed schedule. All of our delayed schedule starts at 10 a.m. for both secondary and elementary, and we end at 345. Now, the first two snow days that are complete snow days, we enacted the Hess rule, which stated that if you, well, first two, you don't have to do any schoolwork. They are legitimate school days. We kind of added in extra days for this case, so you're not gonna be gypped, but we want you to enjoy your snow day. I apologize up front, elementary. If the first one lands on a Wednesday, you are out of luck. You still don't have school, but you're, it's, yeah, it it may not feel the same because you're gonna be at home anyway. But we'll communicate that. Um, Last year we only, I think you got jipped one actually because I was out of town and my wife jipped you one, um, but that's okay. (laughs) Now typically we do send out emails to our teachers to say please update RenWeb for at home days by 9 a.m. So please on the snow days that are legitimate snow days where you do have work at home, check RenWeb after 9 a.m. to get some updated lesson plans so life goes on. There will be assignments, different things like that. Alright, dress code technology policies, they're in the handbook, read them. Um, We tweaked the dress code, we decided to choose our battles with dress code. Um, Our job and our desire is to teach responsibility, not to be closed police. So we are looking to you as parents as well to enforce the idea of modesty, the idea of looking like you didn't just roll out of bed and uh, you're ready for the day. But um, we haven't changed too much, but we are picking our battles a little bit as far as what we're going to enforce. But if you could do your part and just make sure when they leave home that day, they fit in those dress code policies. That way we don't have to play fashion police and nag and whatnot and different things like that. So check that out. I do want to show you one thing. And this is going to save me, or Ryan, probably Ryan, um, a lot of headaches. Parking. All right. First of all, students that are driving, we're going to ask that you park in the Rock House parking lot. It is one block away, next to the elementary buildings. There's a big empty lot. If you can park there as students, that way it leaves our teachers and parents' room to park in the... uh, designated parking area, which is the street. Um, There is a fun Colorado rule, apparently, that you need to be five feet away from any driveway. There are quite a few driveways up and down our neighborhood. There's one in particular we would like to point out to you. (laughs) This is the house of a dear lady who, bless her heart, this car right now is in violation, okay? This is her driveway, it is right next to Wesley, right down here. You'll know if you violate her parking spot. She will print out the rules of the city of Colorado. She will highlight them for you and put them on your window, and then she'll call me and complain. Please, help me. Do not park in front of her driveway. Even if it's you're sitting in the car with the baby crying, don't do it. It's not worth it. Okay? Not worth it at all. So, take a wide berth of this house. All right, um, do not step on the grass either. Okay, just FYI. I know Jesus loves me, so let's have a hard time. Second place, this one over here. This is a roundabout in front of the church's old band hall, now it's a Mexican import shop. Please don't use the roundabout. We'll hear about it from this lady that lives down there who has no connection with the church whatsoever. <laughs> But she'll call us. Who who got in trouble last year? The Lupius, I think? I don't know. Somebody got in trouble for just driving through that thing. We got a phone call. Help us be friendly to the neighbors. Um, Cakes and brownies don't work. We've tried that. We've tried pies. It's just rough. So help us out with that. Um, The neighbors down this way seem to be nicer. Um, So park down that way if you need to. But not too far down into Shantytown, down there. Uh, uh, It's fun. All right. Uh, I want to make you aware. Uh, So those are the highlights. Any questions real quick about the highlights of the handbook? Nah. I'll show you again where you can find all this stuff. Don't worry, it's coming. Next thing we have... Whoa, that's big. Let's see if we can... Our annual Zion National Park trip is coming up. We would love to have every family out there. If you have not been, I highly recommend it. Uh, We spend about five days in the national park. We canyoneer. We're going to rock climb this year. We're going to hike, swim, you name it. It's a great, beautiful place. It's warm this time of year. If you've never been canyoneering, it's worth the experience of descending, rappelling through slot canyons with waterfalls, Some of the most beautiful scenery you've ever seen. Um, This information is available to download via the link that was up here. We're going to email it out as well. Sign-ups are going to be at the very beginning of September. Um, Families, the the cost of it, we highly recommend that if it's a 7th through 12th grader, it's designed to be a family trip. I understand that all families can't go, so if you want to send your 7th through 12th grader, We'd love for them to come. We'd love for them to be adopted by a family that is coming just to kind of help keep an eye on them as well. But families, you basically can pay for what services you want. It can be extremely cheap, and you say, we just want to come. We'll do our own food. We'll do our own camping. We just want to be with you guys. We want to you know, stay at your campground. We'll cook our food, or we want you to cook the food for us. It's really an a la carte kind of thing you can see down here on... The last page here is the family cost. You can kind of work it out of, you know, what is this going to cost as a family if we just want you to do food and lodging, and we'll take care of everything else. So we try to make it as economical as you can. Um, But it's a great, great experience, um, and highly recommend that. So that's coming up September 20th, 25th. We don't have school on the Tuesday and the Wednesday of that week. So it's a great time if you guys want to go somewhere else. You know, it's, our, it's our fall break, we've been in school a month, that's enough, we did a break, and um, so it's our fall break, so we have that coming up. Um, as far as on the money side, um, if I contact you this week, or if I have been contacting you, just check your red web to see... Um, where your account lies, do you owe us any money? I want to clarify, some people are having questions about what is fax versus RenWeb. Um, if you are paying monthly, you're on fax. And I think pretty much every family that needs to be on fax is either in the process or already signed up. Your monthly tuition is gonna be taken out of there. You don't have to think about it. It's a, it makes my life a thousand times easier to not have to deposit you know, 75 checks every month and cross them all off. If you pay semester or year, we put that into RenWeb. We also put every other charge that you might incur in RenWeb. So let's say you come on a retreat, you sign up for Zion, you buy shoes from us, you buy food, name it, it's gonna be in RenWeb. We do sell shoes, by the way. They're great. Five tens, man. Uh, Great discount,
3: too.
0: That'll be on RenWeb. So the, what happens is the families on fax forget that RenWeb is still in, And so every month, please just check it. Chances are if you don't do anything with this, you're not going to have a, a bill. But just check it every month. It needs to be paid off by the 5th or you'll get a nasty email from me and threatening all this stuff, um, just trying to get my, my collection agency going up and running here. Um, but that's where RenWeb will be. And so if we say it's going to be billed to you in RenWeb, you go onto your parents' RenWeb account, which we're going to get to in a second, and check their balances there. Some of you know you have balances now. If we can get those, we, we need to get those cleared before you start school, um, or we'll just kind of stop little Johnny at the door and say, we need to talk. Um, that kind of thing. <laughs> but for the most part, we're doing really well. I will be, there's some families I need to contact that have signed up the last minute. Don't worry, we'll get everything squared out the rest of this week. You still have a solid four days. Um, you also have a schedule. in your. If you have a 7th through 12th grader, you have a schedule. If there is something wrong with the schedule, please make a note and turn that into us. We will look at those tomorrow once we um, awoke, and we'll t- start taking care of those. So check out the schedule. If it's not what you thought, let us know. If you need to add something, if you need to tweak something, um, hopefully you don't, but it's accurate and you don't need to worry about that. Sound good? Any questions on the accounting, web, facts? Yes, sir? You people that the negative number on the web is really a positive number? Yes. The <laughs> negative <laughs> number on Rindweb is a credit. That's the money we owe you. So if you're in the negative, that's good for you, bad for us. Okay? So, some of you may have overpaid something. Chances are it will go away over time as you begin to invest in our activities here at USCS. But um, if you want that money, let me know. We can write you a check and then it's. No, not you. <laughs> can
3: we overpay so you don't every month?
0: Yes, you can, I believe now. You can overpay. So, we highly recommend it. You get <laughs> 2% interest. And,
2: uh,
0: no, but yes, you can overpay. Alright. Internet. Now, my, my background is computer science. So I'm always looking at fun ways to utilize technology to help us, you know, not get stuck in the 20th century, I'm um, pushing the teachers, they you know, it's tough. There's a generation. i I'm not you know, there's a little generation gap, a little bit, but we are trying our best to keep current. I think it's a good selling point for us to not get stagnant. Plus when your kids get this is their world. So when they get out of the job, it's not like, okay, now you get to use technology because you're a big boy. No, they probably know how to do more technology than you do right at this stage, but that's okay. We have offered and emailed out um, forms to do iPads or other tablets to have your textbooks. And so a lot of you have sent in requests. I have not forgotten about the requests. Some of the books we just haven't gotten to scan yet, so we're working on it. I'm going to keep communicating. You may have to bring a book or two that we don't have scanned. I may have to call somebody and say, hey, we don't have that book. Can we borrow yours, cut it up, and scan it? Um, the big thing with the iPad scanning is you must own the textbook. We cannot give you a scanned copy if you do not legally own that book. Do not cheat us either. God's watching. All right? So we don't want copyright law lawyers coming after us. Um, there are some companies that are selling PDFs of the textbooks. Very few right now, hopefully, the scanning will go the way of, you know, having to worry about it. You can just buy the digital version. I will tell you that if you have to make the choice right now, and I'm not biased, but if you're looking at tablets between, do I get an Android, do I get a Kindle, do I get an iPad, the school is moving with Apple. And we've got more stuff next year that we are looking at doing that only Apple provides. So if you have to make the choice Get an Apple. Get an iPad. The iPad 2s are down to 2, 399. They're going to come out, I think, with an iPad mini up here in September. They'll have a new iPad in April, which will drop the iPad 2 even lower. They're, they're in reason. They're, they're reasonable prices now. If you save 30 dollars a month this year, next year you can have the iPad. Do not at this point, I would not get an iPad one. Um, Reason being is the operating system that they're about to come out will not work on that, so it is done as far as being updated. It will run stuff if you have one now, so don't think you made a bad investment. But if you're going to buy one, get an iPad 2 or 3 right now. Um, I was looking this morning at about 4 in the morning. For some reason, I was up. and um, I was looking at textbooks, and there's math textbooks on Apple iTunes right now, They sell for $14. You buy the hardback on Amazon for $100. They weigh five pounds, the book. These weigh less. (laughs) So this is in the works. This is not anything official, but I will tell you where my brain is going. If we can get math curriculum that fits, that is on iTunes for $14, that is cheaper than you walking in and renting an old raggedy textbook from us. And so we are looking, there is a possibility, we may say, if you're a junior and a senior next year, we're gonna require you have an iPad. I'm not saying that yet. I'm just letting you know, we're moving toward that direction. There's a lot of things we need to work out. We gotta see how this year goes. Um, but the world is moving that way. When they get into college, chances are that's gonna be what they have for textbooks. Especially if they're that Apple is going super cheap, which is amazing to look on Amazon rent textbooks for a hundred bucks. I'm like, that's not a deal. $14, that's a deal. You know, hundred bucks, no. So, that's where we're going with the iPad scanning. It's not too late. If you want to use a device, um, there's a form that we emailed out. I can re-email it out. Um, you can sign up and say, these are the classes I'm taking. These are the textbooks I need scanned. I will do my best to, we send you links from Dropbox, and you say you download these. You're good to go. Um, So we've got that in the works. We've got a bunch more textbooks we need to scan, so we'll try to do our best to keep up with all the demand. We do use Twitter. It is a social media. If you've never heard of that, Um, it is to be social. Twitter is a simple text messaging system that we use to communicate. The biggest thing is snow days, prayer requests, things like that. If you do not want to sign up for a Twitter account, you don't have to. You can still get the messages by texting Follow USCS to 40404. Okay, so if you punch in 40404 and the message Follow USCS, that'll sign you up for Twitter. Anytime we send out a message, it will go to you and you can keep track of it. Again, if you don't want to do that, you can look on our website. It's posted down there at the bottom. But that is how we're going to communicate regarding snow days and other prayer requests, different things like that. So we'd love for you to get involved with that. A new thing that we are doing, let me show you on the webpage first what it looks like. So this is our webpage if you haven't been there. It's exciting. For the new families, facts is right here if you need to sign up for that. It's very self explanatory Absent, Calendar, I'll get to that in a second. And then you'll see iTunes U. And then this is an Apple thing that we are using um, for the first time. If you click on iTunes U, it's going to take you to this little site, and there's going to be an iTunes icon. iTunes is free. It works on Windows, Mac. You don't have to have an iPod, an iPad, iPhone, anything like that. It'll work on your computer. You click on that, and it's going to open up iTunes and this is our iTunes U website. This is where we are going to store all documents related to the school that we feel like are fine to be out in the public, that would be interesting to you as families. A recording of this meeting is gonna be on there. If we do videos, they're gonna be on there. You'll notice we have current USPF families, we have USCS teacher resources, we have worship. We try to put all of our five pillars on there, just different collections. There are teachers that are experimenting. We have 12th grade brick lit, geometry, which Lisa Danforth put up. I don't know if Ryan's going to be following that along. We have school information. We have venture-off videos. And basically how it works, if I, A, you can subscribe, which would actually put it on your computer and also on your iPhone, iPad, iPod, if you want to go that route. If you don't, you can click on the highlight there, You've got our technology policy, which is the same thing that you got handed out. So it'll have all the links there. You have our class schedule. You have our Butler EREP, which is Emergency Evacuation Procedures. So that was the document that Ryan was referring to. You can download that. Notice they're all free. See, you get something free at USCIS. Um, the handbook is on there as well. We have our snow day policy as far as the schedule goes. So any documents that we have on there, we're going to put on there. Another thing we wanna do is put on there trainings. If you come across a great article that is helping you with your days at home, send that to me, I wanna put it up there. If you come up with a video of here's a great way to teach spelling to your fifth grader, send it to me. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. If somebody did it better than us, we wanna steal it and put it on our (laughs) site, all right? We also have, because you are co-teachers, if you go under teacher resources, you will see various podcasts from conferences that we do as a national organization in Texas. Every year we go, we speak at these, we hear all these great um, other NOM schools like ours giving presentations. We're going to start putting them all on there. These are from two years ago, but you wouldn't know the difference. Um, So you can meet the needs of millennial students. It's a great talk of understanding what is a millennialist, uh, not millennialist, what is a millennial generation? How do they learn? That kind of stuff. Um, Activities and projects for the high school math teacher. Maybe you have a call and you wanna, but these we put up for our teachers, but as co-teachers you can check them out as well. We are gonna have a parent resource section as well that will give you insight, information, training. Listen to them if you don't want to, doesn't matter, they're there. If you um, get bored one day and want to check them out, go for it. But if we say it's on iTunes, you can go to the iTunes Store, type in University School of Colorado Springs, it'll take you to our site, and there it is. You can, if you subscribe, anytime we add stuff, it automatically downloads to your device, so you can check it out. Um, you can watch all fun kind of where stuff. If, where's the curriculum? At? The curriculum? Well, where what books you? for your... Oh, we gave that to you a long time ago. We can give you that. We don't actually have it on here right now, um, but you can get a copy of that today for free. Yeah. Um, I think that is all. There's more down here. You can rank them, too. You can say, oh, look, this is five stars, or this is only two stars. No, it's not that good. Um, that kind of stuff, but you can see popularities different things like that. So that is our iTunes U site, and we're going to be using that. Calendar, if you go to our webpage, we try to make the calendar as simple as possible. RenWeb has a built-in calendar, but it's horrible, and there's no reason to add it to our personal calendar and then try to remember to add it to RenWeb. So what we did is we created a page on our website called Calendar, and here it is. This is everything that's going on for the entire school year. All right there, so you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know that was happening. It's right there. The cool thing is, if you have a Google account, (laughs) you can click right here, and it'll put it on your Google Calendar as well. It won't add it to all your stuff. It'll just be a separate calendar you can turn off, turn on. But you can have it there to see. If you have Outlook, you can subscribe to it. It'll come up on your Outlook. If you have a Mac, you can go up to this little green icon, iCal. It can go on your phone, your iPad, your computer. We wanna get these dates out there so everybody knows what's going on. You'll see board meetings on there so you know that those are happening, different things. You've got uh, all the adventure trips. So those of you in the adventure program, there's no reason to not know there's a trip coming up, which has been an amazing thing um, that's (laughs) happened. We have the elementary training, If you click on it, it'll give you details. If you click on more details, it should give you a location if we will put it on there. Um, We need to do that. So some of them will have locations as well, different things. We've got the Zion trip on here. Uh, One-to-ones, which is our secondary um, Thursday night Bible studies. Those are going to only be every other week. So they're on the calendar, you'll know which week, so we can uh, you know, dodge the trips as well, so everybody can do everything, is our desire. So that's the calendar, it's on our website, it can be on your phone in a matter of minutes. Now, with all this cool technology, social media, we have a Facebook site, we have all that stuff, but the problem is we don't have a lot of people actively helping us keep it updated. You know, it it consists of Emily throwing up a couple stuff on Facebook. It's me remembering to put out a tweet every now and then. It really does use, it is used to get attention to our school. We have about 129 people that follow us on Twitter, about the same on Facebook. It does help us get the word out to your friends. There are people using those kind of things. But we need help finding resources, updating our Facebook page, updating our Twitters, Looking at, do we want to go with Google Plus and all these other different things. So if you have a knack where you love Facebook and you're on it, or you love Twitter and you're a twite, and um, all this stuff, we want to hear from you. There's a sign-up sheet at the front desk as you're leaving. If you have a heart for helping us reach other families, put out resources that you think would be helpful for families to hear, sign up there. We'd love to use you in that capacity. Um, We are recording this parent meeting. We'll put it on the iTunes site if there are families that couldn't be here. Um, We'll do some... We'll look at maybe doing some online training and different things like that because one of the things we're realizing is with the use of technology, there's always the danger part of Satan likes to get in there and really mess with you. And so we want to train you as parents as well to let you know, here's what your kid could do if you give them an iPod Touch. And you may not have a clue. And so we want to give you tools to keep it safe. We have filtered internet here. We have um, different things to kind of safeguard here. But when they get out of this school, it gets difficult. And some of you that may not be that familiar with social media and just say, well, everybody's getting an iPhone, so here's your iPhone, son. It can be a temptation, it can be a danger. And so we want to walk with you through that to keep your kids safe but not just go back to the you know, 1800s and say, well, it's just better off if you don't have it, because that's not reality. They're going to use it. It's not going away. Um, with that said, emails. Every 7th through 12th grader currently right now has an a email address with the school, and there's a couple reasons why we do this. I spoke at the beginning that we're training them for the real world. Every single person in here that has a job, I assume, has an email, that they are required to check, communicate with. They need to learn how to do that. Our teachers need a medium to get information to students and not use you as the guinea pig of saying, well, I didn't, I didn't send it to my mom. They didn't tell me about it. Okay? We want them to take responsibility. We're asking that they check, once a day, an email account. Now, we understand that some of you are like, well, I'm not sure I want my 7th grader to have an email account for the whole world. We got that taken care of. All of the email addresses that we set up will only work with USFCS accounts. They can only be emailed by teachers, by RenWeb, or by fellow students. You try to email them from a Gmail account, not going to happen, they won't get it. If you have a student that says, well they've got an email address, do they have to check now two of them, and you want us to unrestrict their email address and just set it up where anybody can email them, we can do that too. So we can say, okay, your email address now forwards straight to your I'm cute and love puppies at yahoo.com or whatever. (laughs) Okay, we can send that to you. That's not a problem. You don't have to change what you're doing. But every student has one. And how it works is your first name dot last name at myuscs.com. Okay, on the sheet that you have there has all the instructions. New students that just enrolled your password is listed on there. Please change that because it's the same for every new student, okay? So when you log in, change that. Parents can decide if you want to change it to your password, and kids don't know, and you walk them through, and we say, okay, we're gonna check your email today. And you do that, and that's all they get to do, that's fine. But our teachers need a place to be able to contact students, send out handouts, different things like that, and we want to train them to use that. So you have that available. It is set in RenWeb, it's also their username to get onto the student RenWeb account, and um, that info can be found, am I sounding raspy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, if you go to RenWeb, there is a beautiful video that we have made um, a couple years ago on how to access RenWeb. It's a very straightforward process. You click on this little link that says RenWeb, It takes you to a username and a password. If you need an account because you've never signed in before, you click Create New Parents Web Account. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's gonna ask for an email address. That's the one that you gave us when you registered. And for students, it's their myusfcs.com email address. Okay, so that's how you log in from there. It's pretty straightforward. See their classes. We wanna teach them that responsibility of checking what their homework is, Did they do their homework? What are their grades? You have the capability of seeing their grades all the time. You should never have to worry about, are they passing? Are they failing? You know that. And we've instructed our teachers this year to even help you out one step further. If in a week your student gets a failing grade, misses an assignment, you're going to automatically be emailed a progress report for that class. Okay? Don't rely on that only and say, well, I don't need to check Renweb because only if bad things happen am I going to get an email. But we want you to teach your students how to track their grades. We want you to be aware of their grades so that come the end of a quarter, you're not going, well, wait a minute. I checked last month and they had an A. And now they've missed five assignments and are failing. What happened? We want to catch it the minute it happens, the minute they don't turn in an assignment. Any questions on email? Wonderful. Oh, and I put in there, if you want me to change it to an unrestricted email address, they already have one, you're fine with emailing, just email me and I'll move them over and then you you can go in. It's a Google account, so if you have Gmail, you know how to use it. It's nothing different. You can go to uh, mail.myuscs.com, get to it, and it works great. All right, lastly, we're doing good. It's only been an hour and a half. Reminders. Secondary student orientation, Monday, August 20th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're not going to provide lunch, although we'll provide some snacks. It's not going to be hot dogs and popsicles, as the elementary have already taken that. Um, But it is just an orientation. Once again, our chance to share the vision of the school, the mission, introduce teachers, students. We will tell them the exact same thing, a lot of what we're telling you. Email, dress code, technology. We want them to take responsibility for the information that we give them. Your job is to help us continue to affirm that, help them make good decisions. That is a school day, so we count that as, you know, hopefully you'll be here. If not, you'll call in an absence. If you choose not to come, that is an unexcused absence. You know how that works. First day of official class is Tuesday the 21st. Now, we... I hesitate to say this, but I will. We arrive here, one of us will be here at 7.30. Does not necessarily mean we want a school full of children at 7.30. But if something comes up and you need to drop them off early, know that somebody will be here at 7.30 and they'll have heat on and they'll be able to sit in here. Uh, But we don't necessarily want to encourage that every day, okay? Um, Elementary back-to-school blasts. 11 to 1 on August 20th, parent responsibility contracts in the bin, Ron talked about that. Uh, 1 to 1, I mentioned that, that is a Thursday night Bible study for 7th through 12th grade. Um, There is a cost of $5 that we are going to put on RenWeb this time instead of collecting cash for, because that was a fun thing. Um, The idea of the event, for those of you that are new, it is a Bible study that we meet at our home We start here at schools. You don't need to come to school and take them to our house. We will get them to our house. We clean the building on Thursday. We will then go as a group to our house. We'll make dinner as a community. We'll get into God's Word. We'll do worship. It's just a great time to get to know each other, to disciple. The idea of the one-to-one concept is we encourage them to find somebody to mentor them, whether that is a parent, a youth pastor, one of our teachers, somebody that we, they begin to understand the, the idea and the value of mentoring that one-to-one relationship, that discipleship, not walking this road by themselves. In fact, if you go onto iTunes and you click worship, the only thing we have on there right now are 10 things that we really want to impart to our students before they leave here. And I think you'll look through them and go, yeah, I, I'm going to join you with that because those are good stuff. Also, elementary adventure which um, we need to, I believe uh, Mr. Jonathan Smith is still on board for that. I need to kind of confirm with him on that and kind of give you the details. Basically, that's been from second to sixth grade. About every other Tuesday, they come here after school. We tie them into ropes. They climb. They repel. We teach the older kids rope work skills and stuff, getting them ready for the seventh grade adventure class if they choose to do that. Uh, Nancy, is there anything else for elementary? Yes, we're doing an elementary drama program after school whatever days the adventure club is. <laughs> is that a once a week or once every other week, I like guess? Uh, once every other week. Okay, so the off days, off weeks will be drama. The on weeks will be... adventure. I'm not sure what yeah, defines it. an off week or an on week, but... I'm sorry? We'll do the production on the stage. On this stage here, right? Yeah, elementary. It's, it's amazing. They're great. All right, it is now time to ask questions if you have them. If it's a private question you want to ask me afterwards, that's great. The next few minutes of what we'd love to you do is our teachers are going to be scattered throughout the building. You have a list, I believe, of where they're going to be located. We would love for you to at least say hi to them, pick up the syllabus, ask questions. Did I get the right book? Did I need this calculator? Do you accept a pen, a pencil? Just make contact with teachers. Say hi to them. When you're done with that, you may sign up for my social media um, task force, and then you can leave. Um, If you have other questions, you can hang around. You can ask me. But does anybody have any big overarching question that we haven't covered that's on your mind that you're just burning to get out? Excellent. Then I'm going to pray. Get us out of here. And then we have coffee. We have water. Teachers will be in position elementary and the rock house where elementary is. There will be nobody over there, so don't go over there. It's not quite perfect, so we want it to be perfect before you step foot in there. And so all the elementary teachers are in here, right, Les? Are are the elementary teachers going to be hanging out somewhere as a whole? We're here, we're here. They'll be in here, we'll say. They'll hang out. If you have elementary questions, I know you're going to have some open houses and more time to talk to them. So that's totally fine. All right? You guys excited for the year? Yeah! Yeah? All right, fair deal. Father God, thank you so much for this group. I thank you so much that uh, we're here at another year. It seems like the summer went fast, but... um, We're looking forward to what you have in store. And so I thank you for these teachers. I thank you for these parents, these students that are going to be with us. Father, begin to just work in each one of their hearts. Begin to guide them. Begin to direct them. Keep them close to you. Keep them in your word. Keep them praying as a family. Praying for the school. Praying for each other. Praying for their teachers. Lord, that they would just be lifted up this entire school year. We pray for our students, Father, as they are about to embark on... Some possibly difficult classes, some easier classes, some discipling, Lord. We want this to be a year in which they grow more than they ever have. And we know that with the help of the parents, with our teachers, and mostly through your power, Lord, that can be possible. So I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the information that we have. And we look forward to an amazing year. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. (laughs)
3: Thank <laughs> you.